Hey everyone, my name is Marcus and welcome back to the Savvy Consumer Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss the psychology and human behavior behind consumption and how we can utilize this knowledge to become a more savvy consumer. Joining me today once again is John. John, say hi. Hey, what's up? Okay, John, so uh, it was actually Singapore's National Day. Uh, today is 10th. It was Singapore's National Day yesterday, 9th of August. Uh, we are 55 years old this year. Uh, how mm. did you spend your National Day weekend? I was at home. <laughs> so my mom went out, we had some sushi. It was nice sushi. It was like takeaway sushi, but it's sushi nonetheless. <laughs> also, so your mom went out and then so uh, yourself, uh, the rest of your family had this sushi. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. Wait, wait. From Kushia Fish Market or something. Kushia Fish Market. I think that's one at West Coast. Yeah, it's one of those like the uh, trash ones, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like takeaway sushi kind of style thing it's actually pretty expensive so I would hesitate to call it trash because even if it is trash it's expensive trash yeah it is expensive trash yeah 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 <laughs> you know just now when you said uh, when you said I'm, I was at home I, I felt like well we could just end the podcast there already great podcast uh, <laughs> yeah you know we're done enough yeah. enough done, uh, buzz, buzz for the week <laughs> Yeah, it's time to go home, guys. Yeah, and see you next week. Yeah, and today is uh today is Monday, and so because yesterday was National Day, we actually had today off in lieu. Um, nothing, no activities planned for today. Uh, today, no, nah, not really. Today, I was just like finishing up some assignments and stuff. So yeah, it's a pretty boring day. Yeah, actually, today was a relatively eventful day for me as well. So I went to play basketball with my friend in the morning. Ooh, uh, cool. we have some friends who. Uh, stay at the estate with the basketball court so sometimes they come down and we have a chat uh, they have a dog so they bring the dog down and uh, <laughs> so you know we were just sitting there dog was cool and then suddenly the dog got a little bit feisty and started you know acting up uh, whoa, yep. oh boy that was a pretty bad situation but uh, yeah so the dog went to like harass some other people but uh, everything was uh, settled in the end everything was fine people were fine dogs fine the dog <laughs> so definitely <laughs> needs to be disciplined, you know, uh, send him to training oh, yeah, school, yeah, yeah. naughty boy. But yeah, I think I think in the end, everything's all right. Uh, over the yeah, weekend, cool. over the weekend, I went for a nice meal with my family. It's at, uh, we went to this place in town that serves beef. It's called the Feather Blade. Uh, and it appeared, it appeared on some, you know, online reviews are really good. So mm-hmm. there were quite a lot of people there. Um, cool. And honestly, I think... Uh, you know, if you know, you know, when we were young, when we were younger, there used to be these these things called like lifetime subscriptions, where you watch the television show and then maybe they would say, oh, you know, this person, if you win a lucky draw, you win a lifetime of lifetime supply of uh, uh, yeah, yeah, drinks yeah. Uh, from this company or a lifetime supply <laughs> of potato chips from this company or things like that. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I don't know whether it was in the US television or our television, but while I really could use a lifetime subscription. <laughs> of beef or fried chicken. Oh, uh, that would be great. Yeah, right. I know, right? Like, who needs your drinks and uh, potato chips? Just give me fried chicken. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know how these like lifetime subscription stuff works. Right? You know, do you like place an order every month for it, and they're like, "Oh, you exceeded your order this month. No more chicken for you." You uh, know that kind of thing, or you know. I don't know how it works or so. So if you're a listener and you know how lifetime subscriptions work, if you're someone who has won these things all your life, uh, do that, let us know. Uh, however, yeah, there's no way that they can let us know, but maybe next time if we ever get some emails in. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think I read before that, you know, if you are 
I think Gillette maybe might have had a given a lifetime subscription before all those razor blades companies and so what ah, they do okay, is that okay. they send you a fixed amount every month like one box yeah, of yeah, yeah. 30, 30 yeah. razors so maybe if you use one razor a day they give you 30 for each month and then that will just happen right. until the day that uh, you know you stop receiving that <laughs> imagine they send you 3,000 <laughs> they're like alright you're set for 10 years dude <laughs> ten, 10 years and then it means that uh, at the end of 10 years when the lifetime supply has run out you're actually going to die <laughs> yeah. the company knows when posting though, right? the, co- the company knows when you're gonna die oh and <laughs> the other observation that i want to make about going out to eat is that you always need a reservation you always mm. need to make a reservation when you're going out to eat mm. especially if you know that the place that you're going to eat at is really popular so yeah, the yeah. situation was when we got there there were two queues one was a reservation and one was without obviously all what? the people with reservations went in first it's kind of like the express queue at disneyland you know uh, right, yeah right, yeah okay. so you know just get that extra that extra express pass you know it's not right. and it saves you a lot of time and then so probably everybody with a reservation gets to eat first before uh and then only after you leave then they can start to seat the people without reservations Right, it's kind of a trash system though, right? <laughs> if you have a reservation, you expect to be there at like, oh, okay, I book a table for 7, you expect to be there by 7, you expect to sit down by 7, and maybe by 7.30 you get your food, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, so so what you're saying is that, I mean, what what are you saying? Well, it's a trash system, yo. <laughs> That's not the actual, I mean, it's not an actual reservation system, right? It's like, it's like, it's like just a priority queue, you know. You're gonna tell them, "Oh, I'm gonna be there at six, and then you show up at eight, and you just, you just, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's just weird. It's just weird, you no? Know? That's only if you show. But, it's only weird if you show up at eight. Well, if you show up at six, you'll be in the queue as well. But you are early for your reservation. Actually, like the whole point of a reservation is so you get the table like when you want it, you know. Like queuing for it defeats the purpose, kind of. Yeah, no, but you, it? but you, but you reserved your table at six, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh okay. no, I mean, that, I mean, no, I mean, the the queue for us was because there was a whole bunch of people with reservations at uh-huh. the same time, so uh-huh. it was just letting us in one at a time. So that's the queue. It's it. We we uh-huh. didn't. We weren't actually queuing to get in. All all the people. Right. Okay, so basically okay. they were seating all the people with reservations, and uh-huh. because a queue is the most ergonomic way of people going into a place that happened to be the arrangement, but uh-huh. essentially once we got there by six so they were seating people one at a time by about 605 we were in and we were at the oh, table okay okay that's that's pretty fast that's pretty fast yeah. i thought when you say you had a queue you had a queue like half an hour no 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 so 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 let's say that, that the place was maybe about 30 30 people maximum oh that's then small place, all yeah. the place was like let's say all 30 seats were booked out so the 30 people showed up at six and then they started uh, to seat the 30 people one group at a time got it got yeah got yeah, it. yeah and no but yeah, we, we, we were we were just eating and we were finished by maybe about half an hour. So That's quick. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was pretty quick. There was there was something that I wanted to mention. Uh yeah, I mean if you if you don't if you make a reservation and you don't show up uh in time, you know, the restaurant always has the ability to cancel. So mm. you show up. Oh and, and this, this particular restaurant, they only opened at six and we booked it at six. So oh, wow. so it wasn't it wasn't the ah so that's where the queue comes from. It wasn't a situation right. where where they were open since five o'clock, and so people could stroll in 
at 5.55 for a 6 o'clock reservation. They only opened their doors <laughs> at 6. So they only started yeah, letting people in after 6 o'clock. Okay, um, today I think we are going to the topic of um, saving money, but we want to put a little spin on it. So we, we know the traditional ways that people try to save money. So for example, <laughs> a really obvious one would be, uh, you know, I just went to a nice restaurant, right? If you want to save mm-hmm. money, don't go to the nice restaurant. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, duh, thanks. But no, we are, we are going to rise to the occasion. We are not going to pick the low-hanging fruit. We are going okay. to pick the weird-hanging fruit. Oh. So we are going to talk about weird ways to save money. And, you know, right, right. Uh, you know things, the, the, the strategies along the lines of what I just, uh, what I just said doesn't really count. This needs to be pretty weird. And so let me, let me give you an example before I ask you for some of your recommendations, all right? Mm-hmm. So one, of, one example that I can give is that, uh, you, know, you know Genki Sushi? Uh, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, so it's like one of those sushi places where it's about one fifty a plate, uh, you know, and depending on how much you order, you have to pay that much. Um, generally, I think I eat about $20 worth of sushi whenever Oof. I go there. I mean, that's not really Oy. much. That's like 10, 10 plates because, you know, 15 you have, plates. No, because you have service charge and... Uh, um, yeah, that's true. This is the conveyor belt one, right? Ah, this one is the train one. So, oh, the train so, yes, one? Yes, 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 yes. So you order it and then they put uh, it on the train and they send it to you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've never been there. I've always wanted to go. It's so what? cool. You've never been there? Okay, you should go. Okay, but anyway, the, the tip that I have was that uh, I, I'm going there and I, I was going there and I do know that I spent about $20 every time I go mm-hmm. there. And so this time, uh, I was going with my friend and in the morning before I left my house, I was thinking, uh, you know, because I was, I was meeting my friend pretty late and I generally like to eat something before I go. So I was thinking, okay, why don't I eat something? And while I was eating something, I was thinking, hey, you know, I could save money for myself by eating a little <laughs> bit more for breakfast so that when uh-huh. I go out to lunch at this place, I don't buy as much as I usually do. And so I think my bill this time was about $16. Right, so I cool, saved about like... <laughs> upwards of $5, for example. Cool. Uh, and you know, you, you know, sometimes when you go to these places, you go there to be full, to be fed, right? Uh, to, to eat food and feel satiated after that. But you also uh-huh. go there for the experience. And so if I eat uh, a certain amount of food before I go... I can go there and still have the experience and right. I still manage to eat until I'm full. But I just okay. eat a little bit less. I just need a little bit less to do that. And this reminds me cool. of something that our other cousin said. Uh, he, he, t- he once told me, never go grocery shopping on an empty stomach. You uh, end up yeah, buying yeah. things you don't need. Yeah, that's pretty well known saying that. Yeah, so <laughs> what you're talking about is you're basically pre-gaming lunch, dude. <laughs> pre-gaming lunch? Yeah, that's pre-lunching? It, yeah, it's like, it's like um, you know how we used to pre-game at the club? I, I don't know how, how, oh, oh, how, how um, often you went to the club. But... I, I would say I have never <laughs> been to a club, so please enlighten me. Yeah, so, so the club, you know, the club is kind of like a trap, right? Like everyone goes there, they spend money buying drinks. The drinks are super overpriced. Yeah. You end up, yeah, if you want a table, you end up paying even more overpriced prices for the drinks. So um, there used to be like um, near Holiday Inn, near Zoo, there was like this... There was this store that used to sell like alcohol for cheap, and like when we were young, we didn't care what we were drinking, right? It was just right. like cheap whiskey. It was just I I don't even know what shit I was drinking, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it just like got you, you know. It, it gave you the it gave, it gave you me that, the buzz. That, that, 
Yeah, it gave you the buzz. So we kind of, we call that, that's kind of like pre gaming. So you like drink before you go into the club. Yeah. So yeah. when you're in the club, you're already like kind of like drunk, a little bit high, and then you can like enjoy the club to the fullest, you know? So yeah, it, it's kind of the same thing you're talking about with uh, sushi though. <laughs> I, I've definitely and, heard of this, you know? What, what do the bouncers think when they see like this half drunk guy coming up and. You know, bouncers don't care, man. <laughs> you could have come from another club for all they care. Do, do they care if you're drunk? Uh, not if you don't make a scene. <laughs> ah, right, right, right. So, so yeah, so bouncers yeah. are just kind of there to like give a little bit of extra security. People start fights inside, so try not to fight in a club. Just go outside if you want to fight. You know, just go outside if you want to fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's people's place. You know, don't mess it up. Yeah, it's it's fine if you fight on the lawn, but yeah, don't fight. Yeah, my not house. in the house. Not so, in the house. So so <laughs> off-topic question: What kind of drunk are you? Oh, what kind of drunk am I? Uh, I don't know. You have to ask my friends about that. You mean you've never asked I'm your a, friends about it? I think I'm asleep. I don't really get drunk that often. As in, I can, I, I kind of can drink more than other people. Right. That's pretty. For some reason, maybe because I'm fat. I think the fat like <laughs> helps with the, uh, the alcohol and stuff, you know? <laughs> so you know how fat people normally can drink more? Yeah. I think that's really the case. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't normally get drunk. I'm normally the one that sends the drunk people home. So, right, right, right. Yeah. But I think once I get drunk, I'm like the uh, sleepy kind of drunk. You know, I just sit there and I'm quiet and I want to sleep. Isn't, isn't that the best kind of drunk because you don't bother anybody? Well, if you're sending that person home, then that's the best kind of drunk. But it's not ah. the best kind of drunk if you want to have fun, you know? It's like one of your friends is drunk and he's just sitting there taking a nap on the, stove, <laughs> on the sofa. It's like just such a downer, you know? I mean, yeah, if that's why I don't get drunk. Either way, you don't remember what you're doing. So, well, if you're I having fun, drunk. if you're having fun and you don't remember the fun that you're having, are you really having fun? That's true. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe from second-hand accounts from your friends, <laughs> you'll be like, "Oh, I had fun last night." Actually, and, and is the guy who is sleeping when drunk necessarily having less fun than the guy who is like walking around and? Oh yeah, that's very true. That's very true. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, so, what are what are some of your stuff. what are some of your unusual ways to save money? Hmm. Unusual ways to save money. I don't know. You know, like online shopping is a big thing now, right? Oh, it's the only so, thing now, man. Yeah, it is the only thing now. So, uh, if you research well enough, you know that some sites actually do give out like cash vouchers, or not really cash vouchers. They give you like a percentage off, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, this, discount vouchers on, like, or cash yeah, back yeah. or. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So like you can use ShopBack and you'll be surprised at how much money you can actually get back from that. Right. Especially if you're continuously buying stuff. And on Lazada, like specifically Lazada, because they give out like vouchers on specific days at specific times. Yes. So you have to like kind of like camp it and you have to like know. It's like it's like a little bit like um inside information, you know? It's like, oh, you know that they're going to release, uh, let's say Citibank voucher. Yes. Uh, 15% off. I, I saw those. Thursday at 9 a.m. And you'd be like, oh, okay, shit, I'm going to have a camp. 9 a.m., I'm going to wake up. i got to turn on the app. i got to make sure I refresh it at 9 a.m. and get that voucher. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes I just get the voucher and I don't even use it. Oh, my goodness. That's <laughs> the worst. I think it's worst. a pretty scummy move. That's yeah, it's, the it's, worst it's, kind of person. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty scummy move. But, you know, sometimes it's it's nice to have it, you know, just in case you want to buy something, you know? Mm. And I think the good yeah. thing about Lazada as a platform is that you can actually stack the vouchers, unlike oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Shopee, which I believe you can only use one at a time. Mm, Shopee is scum, though. Oh, well, I, right, oh can, can we go an episode <laughs> without calling uh, a particular company scum? <laughs> sure. Take, take, sure. Take Shopee off the list of uh, 
uh, companies that will never sponsor this podcast ever or spon- no, could, sponsor you for that matter. Things. Yeah, I could say nice things about Shopee. You just got to show me some of that cash cash. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to go into my next tip here, which is that we are doing a podcast here today and I was using a Rode Podcaster microphone. Um, the overall set, you know, with the boom arm and the shock mount and the microphone itself, over here I think would cost firsthand about five $500. And Boy. Yeah, so that, that's quite a sizable sum. Of course, if you are someone who makes a living from these kind of things, you could definitely justify having a better microphone and a better equipment for whatever it is creatively that you do. Um, but for myself, I actually... Uh, so what happened was I actually ordered another microphone, which is the Fafine T669B, I believe. And that was about $80 with the boom arm and with the shock mount and with the microphone itself. That was an $80 thing. And I ordered that before I chanced upon the Rode Podcaster set secondhand. So for me, it was like, okay, I have two products. One is $80 and one is about $500. Um, I used the $500 mic set for a few episodes of the podcast. And then I decided to test this one out. And having tested it, I realized that, you know, there isn't really much of a discernible difference uh, you know, maybe some people who are picky, they now that they know that I'm using a cheap microphone, they're like, oh, your podcast sucks. And, you know, like your you podcast, out, yeah, your podcast is only worth like 20% of what it was because you're using a 20% microphone. But yeah, I, I, I don't really hear a difference. I'm not that uh, discerning when it comes to um, certain audio quality. And so for me, I just switched to this microphone and I intend to sell the other one. And mm. that saves me money in terms of the number that the amount that i have that is being locked up in my inventory for example uh five hundred dollars so i can sell this i earn four hundred over dollars and i can use that four hundred dollars to invest or to save or to do anything else and i think that this this um this strategy actually works across uh everything that you own so what i think is a what I would say is that you should buy the minimum viable product at the minimum viable product price. If you think that you're using something and it's way more expensive than what you actually need, you could always sell it off, get a downgrade. And if that downgrade serves your needs fine, you have something that you are satisfied with and you also have that extra money that you could do with uh, the item. Uh, sometimes this can be the item with the most price to quality ratio. So it might not necessarily be the cheapest thing, but it could be something that is about middle priced and uh, you know it the price actually still makes sense before you start getting in all those marginal um, benefits, those frills that don't really do anything functionally. Mm. It's interesting that you brought up the uh, concept of a minimum viable product. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm I know where this to, is going. <laughs> I'm gonna try to link it up with um <laughs> with um my next point. Um so I think another way to another unusual way to save money, rather, it's um when you're trying something new, let's say you want to try like a yeah, let's say a microphone, right? You were saying about yeah. microphone. If you wanna go for like the top of class SM seven B sure oh dynamic That's about a thousand isn't class it? microphone. Yeah, it is about a thousand. So sometimes you're like, hmm, is it is it really necessary to go for a thousand dollar product? Could I just buy something a little bit cheaper 
to see if I actually like the the like the dynamics of the microphone and stuff like that, you know. Right. So it's it's kind of like a minimum. You're kind of trying like to find like the minimum viable product, or like the um trying to balance like the product with the value. So yeah. you could buy like an eighty dollar fine microphone and you like test it out. It's like I mean that's a condenser microphone, but you know. It, it kind of it kind of translates, you know. The microphone is used for certain things, and it's, it's the same things you use microphones for. Yeah. So yeah. So, um, yeah. So when I was trying out whether I wanted to like get a like a mouse pad, you know, like a big mouse pad, like <laughs> the mouse pad mats. makes a reappearance, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the um GMK mouse pads, you know. So it's like, hmm, there's like a seventy one cent mouse pad on AliExpress. You know, why don't I try buying that first? Ah, how that worked out for me. <laughs> it was great. It, it was, was a shitty mouse pad. <laughs> it was a terrible mouse pad. It was the worst of the worst. But then sometimes you just need to like, so, I mean, obviously 71 cents is not an optimal price to pay for a, for a mouse pad. I mean, if it was a good mouse pad, that would have been like the best price to value ratio, but it was a shitty mouse pad. It was even worse than a piece of A4 paper. So it was bad. So, I mean, Certain products have a different kind of uh, scale in which you kind of want to reference when you before you decide to kind of spend money on it. Like if you want to buy a watch, if if let's say for example the watch you're eyeing costs about three hundred dollars, and you're not normally a watch wearer. I mean, I'm speaking from experience. So I buy, right. I bought like um watches from AliExpress that were like three dollars, just to see if I like the uh, idea of having a watch. At right, all. right. Yeah, so I bought some of those and it's like, eh, I don't really like watches. I don't really wear them for much. You know, my watch stopped and I continued wearing it. I was wearing it more for like an accessory than a, than a, like a timepiece, you know? So I guess in a sense, you say, you could say I like watches. Uh, I don't exactly need oh, you, them to you tell like, time. You like accessories. Yeah, yeah, I like accessories. And a watch is an accessory with the added effect of telling the time. Wait, where was my point? Where was I going with this? <laughs> <laughs> I think we have gone off on a tangent again, but yeah. So the point is you can buy cheaper stuff to see if you would consider buying something more expensive. Like, yeah, you know, like a microphone as we were talking about just now. Yeah. So, yeah. I think, I think you're talking about um, doing kind of a trial run yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, to yeah, see precisely. whether you like, you actually like something or you just like the idea of it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, you hit the nail right on the head, buddy. Yeah, so I, you know, I, I, I think I have experienced this before. Um, I think this happened for me with earphones. So mm. you know, back when I was in national service and having my first taste of disposable income, um, I happened to go down the earphone rabbit hole, and mm. uh, I bought I bought many many pairs of earphones. I think probably at one point I had between ten to twenty of them. And some of them Ew. were $25. Some of them, I think the most expensive I ever paid was about $300. Which actually, if you think about it, it really wasn't, it's not that much in the grand scheme of things because mm. earphones do run much higher than that. And yeah. I think when I bought those $300 earphones, um, I realized something uh, with regards to how I buy things, which is that I don't like to have to take super good care of my things. It's not that I don't take care of them. It's just that I would never I would never gel with, for example, some people like branded goods, right? And they buy a handbag that costs four or five thousand dollars. I imagine if I ever had that handbag or a bag that costs that much or something that is in that kind of price range, I would feel like I really, really have to take care of it. And then I would never bring it out 
because I'll be too scared <laughs> to dirty it or uh, you know, get it damaged and then having to replace it. And so I think there is a sweet spot for me in terms of the amount that I'm willing to pay for items that I use every day. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely not in the thousands. So for earphones, uh, currently I'm using this uh, $80 like, headphones. I might get the Sony WH-1000XM4s, which have just come out. Boy. That actually costs about $500. So I'm still deciding hey, whether that is something that I would be willing to pay because that's actually mm-hmm. pretty pricey for yeah. uh, something that uh, that you you bring out and you have to take care of and you might not. Uh, it's electronic, so it does depreciate a little bit uh, here and there. Mm-hmm. But I think that's something that I will have to figure out. And for me, uh, the earphone that I've had the longest use with is actually this pair of $25 earphones from a local brand called Alpha and Delta. Um, whenever I lost it or I damaged it I just bought a new one for $25 and the sound right. quality is perfectly fine for me I can't mm. hear much of a difference between that and a $300 earphone for the record I actually went to try $2,000 earphones from mm-hmm. 1964 um, Ears which is a custom IEM company um, obviously those sounded better but I could never justify the price uh, for it personally um, if right, you are right. a touring musician if you are someone who is a working musician, session musician, and you need that kind of fidelity and that kind of quality, I could imagine you spending on it. But for my use case, not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it really depends on individual use case. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. I would like to play a mini game. In the spirit of the game that you talked about, drinking games, uh, other Ooh. games that you talked about. Yeah, love okay. games. Yeah, and this game is called Keep, Sell, and Throw. Huh. <laughs> okay. Hey, you, you saw it before. Don't, don't act all <laughs> surprised. Like, I, I actually told you that we, we were going to play this game, but I, I don't believe you prepared answers. So, right. um, we're going to play this game. It's called Keep, Sell, Throw. Uh, you know, in the spirit of that game that uh, I think it's what, Shoot, Shack, Marry or something like that. I'm sure in mm. different countries, it would take on a slightly similar, uh, slightly different form. But Shoot, yeah, Shack, and Marry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, I think I wanted to keep it really close to that game. So, I think um, Shoot would be Throw. Like something that you hate and you uh, you you could do without, and you just want to get it get rid of it. Sell mm. would be something that uh, that you shack because it gives you a little bit of a kick, but it's not something that you want in the long term. And then keep is something that you know you think has value and you want to um, keep it keep at it. It might not necessarily be something that's the most exciting, but you think that as a long term decision, it's a good thing. And so I'm gonna give you three sets of items. And you need mm-hmm. to decide which of these three items you want to keep, sell, and throw. Okay, the first one that I have for you. Keep, sell, throw. Computer, smartphone, and television. Oh, dude, television? Dude, I throw the television without a second thought, man. Just get out of here. <laughs> yeah, who watches television nowadays? I, mean, I know I don't. I mean, I, I spend most of my time like watching YouTube or whatever, which you can watch on your computer, you can watch on your smartphone. I mean, you don't need to actually have a television nowadays, I feel. Uh, maybe if you have like a console, like a PS4, it'd be nice to play on a big screen. But, you know, it's a luxury item, I would say. Yeah, so television as a screen. If you get a big enough screen for your computer, you don't even need a television. <laughs> that is um, true, yeah. 
Yeah, so which one would I sell between my computer and my smartphone? Hmm, this one would require a little bit more thought, I think. But I think I would sell my smartphone. Yeah, because everything I can do on my smartphone, I can do on my computer, kind of vice versa. But the reason why I choose a computer is computer generally is um, higher spec. It's a more of a workhorse, you know, so you can you can do more things on the computer and right. the interface, everything is a little bit better than like mouse and keyboard versus touchscreen. I mean, it's, it's an ongoing debate. People like this, people like that. I don't care. I like the keyboard and mouse. <laughs> and computer, I also use it for work. So it's kind of a... Kind of, kind of unfair to compare the computer and the smartphone, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but this you, this is the very first uh, iteration of this game. Let's. Uh... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I guess the point is to keep it as close as possible, you know. So you you really decide what you want to keep, what you want to sell, what you want to throw. Yeah. So yeah, I think I would sell my smartphone, uh, simply because I can do everything on my smartphone on my computer, mm. and I don't really go out much. I don't care. <laughs> right, right, right. I I think I would definitely be interested in playing this game with other people to see whether their answers are going to be the same, especially for this uh, computer, smartphone, and television one. Uh, mm-hmm. I do concur with you. For the most part, I would keep my computer. Uh, like you mentioned, we use it for work. I use it for work. Um, in terms of the communication apps, um, although you can't bring your computer around with your Wi-Fi and 4G, 3G, 4G, 5G even, um, and message your friends with that, but I would be fine with that. And some messaging apps are available on the computer. So I think overall, the computer makes it really difficult. Uh, it's really difficult to do without it um, for daily use. Hmm. Um, between my smartphone and my television, I would actually sell my television because I think my television is more expensive than my smartphone. So uh, I would I would get more money from that. Um, interesting. And I would throw my smartphone. I do think that it's really useful, uh, especially for work mainly but to be honest i've been on that 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 journey where i recognize how dangerous a smartphone can be if Mm. you um, don't regulate your use of it same thing with social media so um, you know if i find that i could really live without it it would be the first thing to go Uh, and i believe that i would be emotionally better uh, without it as well so Mm. that's that okay we are going to the second set of items which i believe might be more difficult pillow uh-huh. both pillow bolster and blanket well i mean to you it might be difficult i don't think it's very difficult oh really me. wow yeah <clears throat> isn't that the beauty of this game mm-hmm. well first off what i'm going to throw is definitely my bolster who needs a bolster i mean I mean, I think I've been using it more and more recently, but I, I could totally live without it, you know? Hmm. You know, in the army, we only had like a pillow and like a blanket, which we may or may not use because it was so hot. Yeah. So I think in that vein, I would probably throw the bolster. Does everybody know what a bolster is? I, <laughs> it's I, like I a, think it's universal, right? Is it? I don't know. It, it's like this long, like body pillow kind of thing, right. which you like kind of hug when you sleep. Just a long pillow. So, yeah, it's just a long pillow. So, yeah, it's just a pillow a little bit longer. You could use it interchangeably as a pillow, I guess. But, you know, nothing really beats a good pillow. Yeah. So, I would keep the pillow and I'll probably sell my blanket. If I sell my blanket, I'll probably save some money on the air conditioning as well. <laughs> oh, oh my so, goodness. Tips. Unusual tips to save money. Sell your blanket. Sell your blanket so you don't use the air con. Oh. <laughs> Yo, yeah. I think I think we are we are getting more and more savvy by the day. This podcast is actually living up to its name. Yeah, it's helping you and me as well. (laughs) Yeah, what do you you know? Uh, What do you know? Yeah, so 
keep sell throw, I would keep my pillow, I would sell my blanket, and I would throw away the poster without a second thought. Okay, that that's a pretty good answer. I yeah, think how about you? I think for me I I would generally agree with you, but I would go the other way and say that I would keep my blanket. Oh, I would oh, that nice weighted blanket. Ah, uh, yeah. So it's a weighted blanket. So actually, it's it's the most expensive of my blanket pillow and bolster. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, that makes sense. But I think uh, I'm not really a good sleeper. So um, the weighted blanket, I believe, it really helps me to be less uh, restless throughout the night. So okay. I, I do think it, it serves some use there. And also, I think it, it feels, I don't know, for people who have blankets, it, it's kind of a security thing. You feel more secure when you have something that's covering you when you sleep. Mm, uh, so I think yeah, that, that plays totally an that. element as well. So I mm-hmm. would keep the blanket. I would sell the bolster without a second thought. Can live without <laughs> it, like I mentioned. Although I am trying to think back to the national service days. And I think one of my bunkmates actually brought a bolster in, which is quite funny. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He brought his own bolster in. <laughs> Uh, so I think that was that was pretty <laughs> oh funny. Of course, he also uh-huh. had a pillow, and I would right. sell. I would I would sell the, pi- yeah, I would sell the pillow. Uh, my pillow is probably mm-hmm. more expensive than my bolster, and right. uh, my reasoning also is that I could potentially find something else to use as a pillow, like the bolster. No, I threw away the bolster, remember? Oh, right. Yeah. All right. You could sleep on your blanket, though. I guess you could. You could, or you could just get something else, like a. Like, I don't know, you could sleep on your sofa and then you use the, the edge of the sofa as your, what do you call that, the armrest? The armrest, yeah. Yeah, yeah the yeah. armrest of your sofa as a, as a pillow. Right, so I think, right. So uh, you could yeah. sell your bed as well, huh? Nah, <laughs> I, I, put, I didn't put the bed in here. That's why I, I, I really gave it some thought before I chose uh, the, three, the set of three items here, you know? So right, I, right. Yeah. Okay, uh, the last set of three items, a plate, a cup, and a utensils. Oh, a set of utensils. So, so assuming that, you know, yeah, you don't have... Hmm. Yeah, these are hard. Are we talking about like hard plates or paper plates? Hard plates, you know, whatever plates, you huh? use uh, on a daily basis at home. So the, your the plate that you use at home, the cup that you use at home, and the utensils that mm-hmm. you don't at home. And mm-hmm. assuming that these are all, that means you don't have other dedicated utensils, cup or plate, for example. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so first off, I think I would throw away the utensils. I mean, you can eat with your hands, right? But oh, you can't really? like... You can't hold a bowl of you can't hold soup in a hand without like a cup or a bowl, you know. Like yeah, yeah. Like, you I, okay, know, chopsticks. Yeah. You know, chopsticks. I could just do this. Actually, you know, it depends on how you frame the situation as well. So go mm, ahead and frame yeah, yeah, it yeah. however you want and <laughs> justify it accordingly. Yeah, yeah. So I I would probably throw away the utensils. I mean, forks and spoons and chopsticks and knives probably not too essential. I mean, I could spread. Like some stuff on my bread, like jam with my finger, I guess, if I was living alone and no one judged me for it. <laughs> and and spread the jam on your finger and brush your teeth? Uh, brush my teeth? Yeah, brush your teeth <laughs> with like, that jam. Like spread it on the bread, you know, like, like, like that, like that. <laughs> <laughs> why don't, why uh, don't you just dip the bread into the jam? Oh, idea? Yeah, that could work. That could work. But it, it might not work with like things like butter. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But I think utensils, utensils are not really necessary. You could use your fingers. I mean, some certain cultures, they eat with their hands anyway. Yeah, they do. So, yeah, so you learn a new culture at the same time. Uh, oh, between the cup and the plate is a little bit more interesting. All right, I'm, I'm going to say I want to sell the cup. I'm going to sell the cup. I said it. I sell the cup. <laughs> <laughs> but my plate is one of those like high plates where you can like put liquid inside. Have you seen like those little high plates with the oh, rim? Oh, yeah, uh, so yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a bowl basically. 
Yeah, it's basically a bowl. <laughs> it's a it's a plate bowl. It's a pl- it it technically I think you would call it a plate. You wouldn't call it a bowl, but I mean, it's like just just a little bit. It's just a little bit recessed. It's not a lot. Yeah, but uh, normally you, you use it's kind of after you eat your rice, you like put your soup in this plate and you drink also. You know that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, so that that that's probably very good. Like a cup. I mean, I could just put it in the plate. <laughs> I could drink it straight from the tap. Yeah, if drink, I needed water. Drink your water from the plate. Yeah, drink my water from the plate. Or like you know, you could like in the army. You know, you used to cup your hands at the um, water fountain. You know, the one yeah, we used yeah, to. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you could do that. You could just cup your hands and you can drink it from there. So I don't think a cup is uh, absolutely essential, but I think a plate is probably absolutely essential. If you like, kind of want to eat something hot, you're not going to be able to hold it in your hands. You're not going to put it on the table. You're not going to leave it on the floor. So <laughs> you need to have like <laughs> some surface to put it on at least, you know. So I would think I would keep the plate and then I would sell the cup and I would throw away the utensil. You could put your food in your cup. I mean, I mean, I could, I could, but what happens if I want to eat like a steak? That would be weird. Yeah, get that steak cup. <laughs> steak cup, yo. I mean, I guess I could. I could just like stick the uh. Stick in the cup and just yeah, chew yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, top. it's uh, you know, you know those fish and chip places where they have that that cone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the cone that they cone thing, yeah, right? that they use for crepes. Uh, a little mm. bit similar to that. You, you yeah. could you could theoretically you know eat your food from that. I could uh, theoretically do that. Yeah, you know, before before we add this, I actually was thinking about it, and the first thought that I had was, I'm going to keep the utensils, but uh-huh. he, whatever you said. Makes perfect sense, so I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna keep. Oh, come on. I'm, I'm gonna keep the plate. I would sell. I think I would sell my utensils because they would probably fetch more than my cup, useless cup. Uh, I'll mm, throw with titanium a titanium utensils. Yeah. yeah, titanium utensils, which <laughs> yeah, which boy. for the record scratched the plate and the cup. <laughs> oh, did they? <laughs> no, I, I don't think I don't think it scratched it. But uh, so I I have not determined whether it's a scratch or whether mm-hmm. it's uh some places they say that. The some of the titanium is actually rubbing off onto the the the, mm. the, the cutlery and the the crockery. Okay. So there are these marks, uh, gray marks. But so it could either be a scratch or it could be uh, just li- little bits of titanium that you could rub off with some uh, adhesive or not adhesive. Mm. Uh, cool, cool. What what's the what's the scratchy thing? Those scratchy abrasive, thing, abrasive. Abrasives, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a steel wool, you probably could scratch it off. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. all right. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. So, so what was your initial... What were you going to say initially? I can, I cannot for the life of me remember. Oh, so, man, come on. Yeah, I think, I think probably my reasoning would, that, would be that I would keep the utensils and then I would get takeout. So, ah. uh, like, if, if I get a takeout container, I could just use that for my meals and stuff. Oh. Yeah, and yeah, then... Actually, that makes kind of a lot of sense. And then for a cup, I could buy a bottle of water and use that as a... As, as my daily water Receptacle bottle. for water. <laughs> receptacle, my my water. Uh, what's another Your name? liquid receptacle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Container, my water container. Yeah, yeah, water container. Yeah. yeah, it actually makes a lot of sense, yeah. I mean, take out, it comes with its own container, it comes with its own bowls. You can even reuse those stuff sometimes. Yeah. If it's not made of paper. Nah, I'm not entirely environmental friendly, but you know. Nah, let's just keep our plates and eat with our hands like a Neanderthals or, you know, people who are from other cultures that it's, uh, these, are, these things are more socially acceptable. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> Nice backpedal there. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so 
so so at the end of the day uh, you know you can if you I mean the listeners will not know what we look like but you can just imagine us um, as people who have only computers we don't have smartphones or televisions uh, you can imagine us uh, sleeping respectively with a pillow only and a blanket only and you can imagine the both of us as people who eat out of plates with their hands and who do not use cups and utensils for the life of us <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. that clearly is the is the 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 focus of this podcast, like the the, the take home point that you need to. <laughs> if yep. you remember yep. anything from this podcast, you just remember that we are this kind of, this kind of people. This particular yes. picture that you have in your head, <laughs> Chinese boy. We need to put a face to it. Chinese, <laughs> <laughs> two Chinese boys, <laughs> two Chinese boys. <laughs> So my, my third tip for unusual ways to save money is actually going window shopping without any money. Um, <laughs> so this, this happened uh, maybe a couple of years ago when I felt that I was spending excessively and beyond my means. So I had a credit card and I actually got my friend to be accountable uh, to him. I passed him my credit card so that Yo. I would literally not be able to spend any money for either that month or that 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 a couple of months. And if I wanted to get anything, I would have to go through him and tell him like why I wanted to buy that thing or you know how what? much it was. <laughs> I mean this was only for a while, but I think recently as well, I, I don't quite know what changed in my head as well. But recently I've gotten into a habit of going shopping without actually buying anything. I think mm-hmm. one of the reasons for this is that I can't find something that's really suitable. I'm looking for a pair of running shoes and apparently I have like flat feet Uh and uh, it's not that easy to find a good pair of shoes that fits flat footed people that is within a price range that I'm willing to pay. Right, right. So uh, for example, there's this pair of shoes that I saw just now. um, First hand, it costs about $260. There are some colors that are clearly unpopular and so they are Mm -hmm. clearing it for half the price at $130. I tried okay. it. It was pretty good. And to be honest, if the color, if I gelled with the color, I would have bought it at $130. But right. because the color was hideous, I can't <laughs> do that. You know, it's against my principles to do that. So yeah. I decided not to buy it. And I, there's no way I could buy the, the full priced one. So I just right. have not found something that is within my budget and that fits my needs, I think. Mm. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, online platforms are very good for these kind of things, you know, because... Um, the, the latest models, are, I mean, obviously they'll cost more, right? Because yeah. they're new models. But if you go back and if you, if you can find some of the older models, those might be a little bit more um, um, economical, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they do clear that. But um, you do have to see uh, how much percentage they're really giving off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. Yep. Okay, so but anyway... To- yeah, but anyway, the tip is going window shopping without any money. <laughs> going window so shopping you, you literally money. force yourself to window shop because you open your wallet there's not there's no credit card there there's no cash there there's yikes, literally yikes. no way i could have spent anything yeah you know i i if, if it were me i wouldn't even go out man i would just stay at home i wouldn't even subject myself to the temptation of window shopping you know that sounds but, yeah. like unusual tip number three. Oh yeah i don't if you know want to buy something don't go out <laughs> how how effective do you think this is as a tip? Because I do find that staying at home, I really spend really very little. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I do really spend... Okay, so the difference I felt was when I was working... So previously, I was working in the CBD area. And uh, my current job now is kind of work from home. I mean, even before this whole COVID-19 pandemic thing, yeah. it was already kind of work from home. So just by working in the office and not working in the office, I realized my expenditure really dropped a lot. I mean, it helps that you're not spending like 5 $6 on typing in the CBD area. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the expenditure really, really went down. So like compared to like the same style of food I can get in CBD area, right? It's like probably twice the amount I would pay. Yeah. Uh, at a coffee shop near my place. So it really brings down your expenditure a lot by not going out. And when you don't go out, you don't pass by any shops and then you don't get like new impulses to buy things because mm. when you get the feel to buy things, it's probably because of some external stimuli. Like you saw an ad or you saw somebody wearing it, you know, that kind of thing. That is true. Yeah. So, yeah, so when you're kind of at home, all you're looking at is, I mean, now with the internet, there's ads all over the place, but... Yeah, I think it does kind of help to filter down some of the external stimuli, especially if you have like an app locker or something. Yeah. So yeah, I find that I'm actually buying less things than before. But once I get like the itching to buy something, I kind of... Usually you, usually you buy it. Usually, well, I, I, it's a coin toss. It's really a coin toss. Right. Sometimes I can justify it, sometimes I can't. So I was telling you at the... um, I was looking at these uh, biodynamic uh, close back earphones, right? Uh, headphones. Yeah. So they're going for they going they go for about about two hundred fifty dollars, and there was like some sale on Lazada recently that closed the national day. So I was like, hmm, should I get these like headphones? And then I couldn't justify it. <laughs> I don't use headphones enough as it is right now. I'm actually not even using headphones. I'm just using this like twenty five dollar IEMs I got off of AliExpress. So you know, I I could not justify it. So it's it's really a coin toss. Some things are like, you know, it's two hundred fifty bucks, yo. It's so expensive, but yeah. So I think, yeah, probably if I went out, I would have seen people wearing like the XM, XM3s or something. And I'd be like, oh shit, XM4s are coming out. It can connect wirelessly to, uh, wirelessly via Bluetooth to two devices at the same time. That's active noise cancelling. When somebody talks, it lowers the volume, you know, those kind of <laughs> things, you know? <laughs> so it's like, it's like if you limit the stimuli you receive, you kind of can control your impulse to buy things. Yeah, so that's kind of my third point. I, I do think that's a really, really valid point. And it's something that not everybody will be conscious of. Because if you are not, um, if you don't actively be aware of your surroundings and if, you're, you, don't, if you don't have that much self-awareness, uh, you might not realize that there are so many advertisements and temptations that are bombarding you every single day when you go out. Uh, when you buy something and then buying that thing leads to another thing, for example, I do think that it, it does actually make a difference if you just like sidestep all these temptations by staying at home. Uh, of course, that leads, may lead to other temptations, uh, but that is a different matter altogether. Definitely, um, that, that reminds me of an article that I read that says willpower is overrated, I believe. Yeah, they said willpower is <clears throat> overrated and they said uh -huh. that um, modifying your environment to reduce your need for willpower is something that could be really useful. So for example, mm. if you want to be someone who exercises a, a bit more, um, obviously you do need to exercise a certain amount of willpower every time you decide to go out for a run, for example. Yeah, yeah, but for sure. you can make it easier for yourself by setting out your exercise clothes and your shoes 
and you know opening the door and maybe even having someone else to come with you for example that mm-hmm. kind of makes it much easier for you to say yes and much more difficult for you to say no to it and so you don't need that much willpower because it becomes a little bit more automatic yeah yeah that's true yeah so this, this is the question of whether it's environment versus willpower so if you have the willpower you obviously don't need to switch up your environment as much to yeah. enable you to do something yeah. yeah no but i think but i think the the point of that is that you know everybody has a certain amount of willpower per day let's mm. say you know you have a hundred points of it and then if you 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 do need it for so many things in a day so if yeah. there is some uh there are some things that you can do beforehand to um reduce your reliance or need to use your willpower then you can just save it for other things when Mm. save it for the things that you actually need to use it for rather than having Mm. to use your willpower with every single thing that you do throughout the day and then having none left over when uh, you're online shopping scrolling at night and wow (laughs) Bayer Dynamic headphones $250 you know it doesn't matter that it doesn't matter that I don't need it I'm just gonna buy it because my willpower is at zero right now yeah 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 so yeah yeah, it's 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 a balancing act it's a balancing act yeah definitely yeah yeah previously I had my friend who dragged me to the gym like almost every day and that was the only time I went to the gym it's because he kind of dragged me there sounds like so, a good yeah, friend I, man yeah he is a good friend but now he's married he has a kid nah he's no longer dragging me to the gym yo <laughs> maybe he's dragging his baby to the gym and his baby is going to be some buff lord probably i bet he does home exercises with his kid like you know like a weight uses him like a weight and the weight <laughs> increases over time isn't oh, that like the best oh yeah. yeah that reminds me of that that story where this guy practiced with a cow or something that the cow was no, like a baby, baby cow, a calf. Oh right, and right. then he he got stronger <laughs> as the calf grew. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so oh, shit. and so he started to to win everybody who was just practicing with the same uh, type of weights every day, uh, because yeah, he was actually yeah. getting stronger, whereas other people were doing the same weights every day. Yeah, and it's like a little bit every day, right? You don't even realize it. Yeah, you don't even Until realize, you realize it. you're like benching a full cow. You're benching a cow <laughs> right there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so I'm not sure how we went from saving money to benching a cow, but uh, the last tip that I have right here is uh, some some household kind of tips and tricks. Um, mm. There are some Japanese variety shows that uh, my family loves to watch, and a lot of times they focus on household tip and, tips and tricks to save money, save time, uh, just little things that are useful around the house. Uh, one of the mm. things that they mentioned was turning on the fan, to circulate the air conditioner. So if you're someone who uses air conditioner at home, uh, you know sometimes air conditioners eat up, eat up a lot of power and mm, they, yeah, they do. take a lot of time to get the house or the room cold. And so mm. one way um, the show advocated for was that if you turn on the fan for a couple of minutes at the start when you turn your what turn on your air conditioner, it actually reduces the stress on the air conditioner and it saves you electricity and time. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. they also... I believe they advocated for increasing the fan speed of your air conditioner rather than reducing right. the temperature because it um because they tried both ways uh that they needed to get to a certain temperature one with mm-hmm. a high fan speed and with a low temperature a uh, high fan speed and a high temperature versus a low fan speed but low temperature and they found that mm-hmm. the higher fan speed higher temperature was actually more useful in cooling the place more quickly um oh. The other tip that I am slightly hesitant to talk about, but I'm just going to say it anyway, is that, you know, I heard some people uh, brush their teeth in the shower. Some people pee in the shower that saves you water, which saves you money. Uh, Of course, you can go for slightly more straightforward tips, like 
having a <laughs> glass of water there uh, yeah, yeah. To, to brush your teeth and to rinse your mouth so that you don't uh, overuse the amount of water from the tap. Yeah, I don't think that's really outlandish. I think I, I do know a couple of people who actually do that. I mean, it, it makes wait, a lot wait, of do, sense. Do, do what exactly? What? <laughs> wait, wait, do, do <laughs> oh, they, which they one exactly? Their, they brush their teeth and pee in the shower. Like, if you think about it, it's all going down the drain anyway, right? So there's there's not much of a difference whether it goes down the sink or it goes down the shower, right? Okay, and that leads yeah. me to my next question. How do you know that... How do you know people do this? Like, you talk to your friends and they tell you that they brush their teeth and pee in the shower? And yeah, sometimes it just comes up, you know, when you play like drinking sometimes games. Sometimes like, it just comes up. <laughs> when you play yeah, drinking games, is this what yeah. you talk about when you play drinking games? I tell you the stupidest things come out of drinking games, man. Have you ever played I Never? Ah, yes. Yeah, that, that is the, the craziest drinking game. Worst, Actually, you think, it, worst yeah, game you think ever. it's kind of tame. You think it's pretty tame until everyone's got a couple of drinks in them and then it doesn't get tame. Wait, anymore. it's Never Have I Ever, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it goes by different names. Uh, we just call it Never... What do we call it? I don't know. We don't even bother with the name. We just play it. <laughs> yeah, I like. I I have never done this, or you have never done that, and then yeah, whoever and has done it, you drink, drink, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the more you drink, the crazier stuff gets, right? So these kinds of things yeah. just come out. But I mean, it it's small things, you know. It's a life hack, dude. You get a life hack from your friend while playing a drinking game. I think that's value for money. Don't you think so? You yeah, spend seventy dollars on a bottle of alcohol, dude. <laughs> except that you'll be too wasted to remember the the tip. <laughs> Oh, well, I remembered, so... <laughs> yeah, do, do you have any more tips for us that, uh, that might be interesting? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're talking about the, the air conditioner, right? Yeah, so yeah. That's, uh, yeah, so the newer models, so the one I have is, uh, I think it's two or three years old. So we, it already has that feature that you were talking about, you know? So when you turn it on, there's a button called Powerful where you can press it. So when you press Powerful, it immediately ramps the fan up to maximum speed. Right. And then when it reaches the temperature, it lowers it back to whatever it was before. Oh, that's so pretty, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. So so um, a lot of these new air conditioners, I think they're already coming up with um, with um, all these like energy-saving features. So I think as technology goes on, the uh, kind of focus becomes different. So, I mean, there's only so many ways you can cool air, correct? So the next uh, logical innovation or the next logical step would be to save electricity. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where people are going nowadays with technology and yeah, it's natural progression for certain things, I think. Yeah, I think they do they do try to make it easier for you. Yeah, yeah. To save money. I mean save money, save the environment, everybody's happy, yo. Yeah. So yeah. so what what other tips do you have? Uh what other tips do I have? Hmm, let me see. I think I'm all out of tricks. My bag of tricks is not very big though. <laughs> But yeah, I do agree with uh, the stuff that you said before. Uh, turning on the fan to circulate the air conditioner, I... Okay, so I sleep with the air conditioner at night. So I turn it on before I go to bed. Or yeah. when I feel like kind of hot before bedtime. I turn it on generally around uh, 11, 12, 1 a.m. sometimes. And then when I wake up, I turn it off. And then I have this like big honking ceiling fan in my room, which I turn on the entire day. So it kind of recirculates the uh, air that was already cool. Right. Yeah, so it kind of keeps the it keeps the the room cool for almost the rest of the day, like almost until the time I have to turn it on again at night. But my PC obviously doesn't help with this. My PC is like a huge source of heat besides me, of course. Yeah, so sometimes, <laughs> you know, especially when you're editing or you're like exporting something, oh my goodness, the heat that comes out of this thing. Right. It's right next to my leg. You can feel the the heat coming out of it. Yeah, and then there's a little like a little trick that I have for getting rid of heat. So I put like a external desk fan. No, not external desk fan. You know, the, the fans that go in your PC. 
Yeah. Some of them have a USB connector, right? So yeah. I have one of those externally. I connect it and I redirect the uh, hot air somewhere else. So I don't feel as hot. And it kind of, if I don't feel as hot, then I don't feel as hot, right? So yeah. I don't have to turn on the air conditioner, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's kind of, yeah, maybe you could call it a hack. It's, it's kind of like cheating, you know, because like the overall temperature in your room still does go up. Yeah. But, you know, if you don't feel hot, you don't feel hot, you know? So I, I think we can rephrase it as, you know, evaluating what's really important in life and, fo- <laughs> you know, focusing on that thing. So, you know, if you're, if you realize that, oh, uh, you know, I only turn on the air conditioner when I'm hot. So how do I make myself not feel that hot, not feel yeah. that heat? And then if yeah. you can find a, a ingenious way to do that, then you can actually just do that. Uh, so even though objectively your room is as, it's the same temperature as it always was, but because you perceive it less, then mm. that actually reduces your impulse to turn on the air conditioner and spend money in that sense. Yeah, it only works for a while though until your room really gets hot. <laughs> it's 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 not really uh, you're like kicking the can down the road, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. Dealing with the problem when it when when you really yeah, yeah. I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have to turn on the aircon now. I'll turn it on later. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. You would turn on the air conditioner now. Nah, it's not on. Ah, alright. Yeah, that's why I'm using these IEMs, you know, see? That's why I'm not using my headphones. Because my headphones, I'll be hot and I'll feel like turning on my air conditioner. So right. now, it's with the fan. My fan, a big honking ceiling fan. Oh my god. And so, it's like, the- this this is an entirely a no-context conversation, but it would say, like, oh, you know, uh, you can save money by wearing earphones instead of headphones. And no. it, yeah, <laughs> yeah put, don't clip that. Put it as the, put it as the, the, the title of this podcast that everybody's going to be like, what? How can you do that? It's like, click, clickbait right there. Yeah, any earphones that want to sponsor us, let us know. Yeah, I think I think you, you didn't crap on earphones so far. There's that. Uh, you didn't crap on AliExpress either. So uh, earphones, earphone companies and AliExpress, hit us up. Yeah, they're great, man. They're great. I just tell it as I see it, man. All right, all right, all right. To conclude the podcast today, you know, there are many ways we can save money by altering our lifestyle. Um, these changes may be big or maybe small. The money saved may also be big or small amounts as well. Um, but ultimately, the mindset of saving money is more important than the individual actions. And, you know, if someone truly wants to save money, then they will find a way or many ways to do it. So, you know, like earlier we were talking about if you want to use your aircon less, then there are many, definitely many ingenious ways in which you could do that. <laughs> throw away your blanket um, <laughs> use headphones instead of uh, use earphones instead of headphones you know uh, redirect your heat to somewhere else and then uh, yeah I don't know you know maybe put some eyes on your, your forehead or something so, yeah. <laughs> so that you feel cool you try it, you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. We have come to the end of this episode. Thanks everyone for listening. We hope what you, uh, we hope that you like what you heard. Uh, give us a like and a follow on Podbean and Spotify. Also, thanks to John for joining me for this episode, and we will sure. talk to you again next week. Bye. See ya. <laughs>